there. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. Oh, I'm, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Now say that again. I'm Kelly. There you are. I'm still Trisha. Yeah, I'm over here. There you go. We are all here today and um, going to dive deep. You seem to like it when we dive deep. And so we're going to talk about being weary today. And the difference between being tired and being weary. I came up, well, I guess I came up with this. I don't know. I probably can't attribute it to myself. But I think for me, being tired is a busy schedule. Being weary is a busy heart. Ooh, that's a good definition. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, yeah. I, I don't know if that resonates with you, but that's kind of my jumping off point when I talk about the difference between being tired and being weary. Because I think a lot of the water is muddy when you get in there to... Um, talk about weariness and being tired and being weary and being worn out and all of those things. But I think there's a general feeling of weariness right now in our world. Yeah, I agree. And I think being weary too comes from being we- being tired in all the areas that mm. you're tired physically in all the things. All the things. <laughs> yeah. You're tired physically, you're tired emotionally, mm. you're tired mentally, and you're tired spiritually. Yeah. And that that can just get deep into your bones and make you feel it in a really deep way. Yeah. And I think probably, or, or maybe, I don't know, maybe one draws off the other. Like when you get physically tired, it seems to drain your spiritual batteries quicker. It's sure. 10 se- I went to counseling a long time ago. I've been in counseling you know, most of my life and probably need to go back for another dose. But um, my counselor very wisely said, you're, you're, you have four batteries, physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. And anytime one of those batteries gets low, it draws off the other ones. Mm-hmm. And so I think what we want to talk about today is just where we are and how we get to a place um, in our in our lives where we're not weary anymore. Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, can we do about the weariness? Yeah. So, I think we all can acknowledge that we're all feeling it. Yeah. There I is just so. a heaviness. I, yep, I can't yeah. tell you the number of friends who have approached me in the last just even two weeks and said, are you just, are, are y'all at the radio station? Are you feeling the heaviness? Are you, do y'all just feel, I mean, everything yeah. just yeah. feels like, oh, like you get up in the morning and all of a sudden nothing's happened. You haven't even had your first cup of coffee yet. And you already feel that like weight, like you're bowing yeah. under the yeah. weight of everything that's going on. So I think that we just openly and honestly discuss what is that? What do you think that is? Well, I think a lot of it is what we've gone through over the last 18 months. Right. And we haven't had the right channels to be able to get rid of that kind of weariness, mm. get rid of that stress, get rid of the ugly and the negativity and all of the things that we're mm-hmm. feeling and co- that are coming at us from all directions. All right. Let's pause right there and let's talk about the channels because before, you know, COVID hit, did we always do a good job with, with processing that? in the right channels. What do you think about that? No. Well, tell me tell me more yeah. about channels. Yeah, so channels we've got um obviously we've got all the media yeah. challenge yeah. channels. We've got all the social media, right. all the different voices that are talking to us. Mm-hmm. We've also got all of the negativity from people in our lives, yeah. you know, the people we're around. Mm-hmm. Um and I think those channels are all feeling the heaviness and the weariness. And so all of those people and all of those sources are 
um, feeding that uh, weariness in each other. And it becomes the cycle. Whereas two years ago, we had a whole, we had a, especially the people we interacted with on a daily basis, felt more positive, felt more encouraged, felt more healthy. And so the messages, while messages from the media may have still been ugly and nasty, we st- we got messages from each other that were positive and encouraging. Mm-hmm. But because we're all so weary right now, our messages that we're reinforcing in each other are ones that are making us more weary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say that's true. I sort of would sum it up as the things that used to refresh us now drain us. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm. Like what used, kinds of things? Well, like interactions and relationships. Maybe you had a refreshing experience with a friend, but maybe that friend has a different take on this, that, or the other thing. And so there's, it's not as easy strain. to be with that person. Mm. There's strain. We used to get together and enjoy um, parties or, or get-togethers or, you know, and, and now there's the fear of some sort of a physical contamination. And yeah. so, you know, even hugs that used to refresh us, so it was sort of refrain from them. Are you worried about them? Is that person sick? Did they just cough? Yeah. You know, all of the things that I think used to fill us up um, can, can be draining to us. Even church, like we used to just go and worship. And now, you know, I can't help but think sometimes at church, should I be wearing a mask? Should I not be wearing, you know, those things that sort of get in your head yeah. um, that that used to be nothing but pure kind of refreshment. Um, I, heard, I think it's because when we wake up in the morning, like you mentioned, waking up before your first cup of coffee, already there's a battle going on. Mm. There's a battle for the mind. Mm-hmm. What am I going to think about? What am I going to focus on? What's going to be the thing that I'm taking with me and feeding on all day in my mind? There's a battle. It's a constant yeah. battle. And then you get up and you start going, and then it's a battle. You enter into the workplace. It's a battle. You 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 turn on the news because you want to know what the weather is. It's a battle. You, you know, there's a battle everywhere. Social media, battle, 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 battle. Yeah. And I heard it said it's like when you're worrying about those sort of things, it's like it's like an app that's constantly playing in the background, draining your energy from oh, your yeah, cell phone. So true. It's like draining our emotional energy because it's constantly running, constantly. You're constantly having to kind of keep your fists up in battle. Well, and here's another thing that I would like to throw out on the table. I think if we're not intentional about battling that, if we're passive in our approach to that, the negativity, the weight will take over and consume us. Because I, my yeah. personality type is high highs and low lows. I have no middle ground. <laughs> Y'all know this about me. And for me, one of the most valuable things I've done, and this is not even since COVID, but this has been probably the last five years or so, is, Tricia, a concept that you taught me that um, to think about what you're thinking about. That's because yeah. I, before that time, had never give a, given a second thought to what I was thinking about. It just was a thought. Right. Like, but to, to empower myself to think, okay, here, this is a thought. It's in my mind. Right. I'm not going to pretend like it's not there because it gets bigger when I do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with it and say, okay, is that truth? Is, you know, is it, do I move this off mm-hmm. the table? You know, and so I think one of the things that I was not doing is actively engaging with those thoughts and saying, is this something that, that I need to deal with now 
or is it something that I want to keep? And, and, and that happens all day long. And even that process, I realize when you're like, okay, this was about weariness. You're already making me tired. I'm going to have to deal with thoughts too, along with kids and spouses and coworkers and everybody else to check out. You know, yeah, I know that seems weary, but I think that is where the shift happens, at least for me, um, to kind of change the course of things for me. Because have you noticed you go into work one day and somebody's like, are you feeling okay? Are you sick? You know, like you automatically feel sick. Feel sick, exactly. Even though 10 yes. minutes ago before you saw them, you felt fine. It's true. But you let that thought hang around in your mm-hmm. mind long enough and... Lo and behold, and I think if we're thinking about what we're thinking about, yeah, um, then we can counteract a lot of those messages that are being screamed at us in other ways. Mm -hmm. You know, that when we are um, dealing with negativity from somebody else, Mm -hmm. if we choose to compartmentalize that or choose to not think about the thing that that person is trying to make us think about, Mm -hmm. um, then we've we've helped ourselves mm. stay focused on the positivity, stay focused on joy, stay focused mm-hmm. on peace um, in a way that uh, that other person that we're talking to is not. Yeah. I think what you're both kind of hitting on, which I love is it's the fact that you want to be, you want to have your, your, your weaponry. You want to have your defenses mm. uh, intact, for right. example. You, you'd go into a battle and you put on your armor, mm-hmm. right? You want to be ready because otherwise you are susceptible to someone else's pushing you and pulling you into a bad place mm-hmm. or, or even the news or whatever it is pulling you into a bad place. But if you can, first thing, kind of put up the armor. They, we talk about the armor of God. Yeah. And I, God gave us that because he knew we would need it. Yeah. Because before you enter into the day, you have to be ready. And that way you're protected as you go into these environments and you engage in relationships. So I think that's a big piece of it is put on your armor first. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the armor of God. Can we do that for a second? Sure. So that's Ephesians 6, right? Yeah. Yep. So what are the pieces of the armor of God and how do we put those on? Yep. I don't have them all memorized. Well, I know that. Helmet but, of but, salvation. But, yeah. Breastplate of, of righteousness. righteousness. Feet uh, shot with, with preparation peace. of the gospel. Yeah. Gospel of peace. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, truth of God's word is what? Uh, belt of truth. Belt, belt of, of truth. truth. Yep. Yeah. The sword of the spirit. Sword of the spirit. Yes. Okay. Um, breastplate. We did the breastplate of what? Uh, which one are we missing? The sort of we missing one. Ah, I'm sure ah, we are. Ah. Well, here's here. Okay, so before you, you know, I believe that. Oh, the shield of faith. Shield of there faith. you go. I yes. got that from Laura. Just ran outside the window and went. Shield of faith. So shield of yes. faith. I, I looked like I knew that. I didn't, but Laura, Thank you, Laura. Offset right. yes. the fiery darts yes. of the boom, enemy. Boom. Yeah, and those are exactly important right. things for us to put on. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Each and every day. Now, so let's talk about the pieces. Um, I, I the helmet of salvation protects your mind. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so important I, to me. For me. Man, I can get in my own head quicker than you can snap your fingers. <laughs> and I am blessed with friends who are like, get out of your head, Carol. Because mm. I see it happening. It evidently shows on my face. <laughs> like, get out of your head. You know, and so I, I think different times in our lives, we need to put on the whole armor. But different mm-hmm. times, those yeah. pieces become Specific more valuable. Pieces. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I, I will also th- say this in putting on the full armor of God. We have to realize what things refresh us. And let me tell you what, where I'm going with this, because it'll come back to the armor of God. But 
we have to think about what refreshes us. About five years ago, when we were doing this, I was I really talked to Trisha a lot because I was trying to get healthier, mm. healthier lifestyle. What if you looked at the things that you consume, not eating, but mm. everything that you consume, the media you consume, the music you consume, the people, the relationships that you consume or consume you, <laughs> uh, if you look at those things like a plate, you remember in elementary school they would give you a plate and it would have yes. everything in perfect proportions on mm-hmm. it yeah. and you're supposed to have so much of this. and so. If I eat gummy bears all the time, I will have a problem. Mm-hmm. Even though Albanese gummy bears are the best gummy bears on the face of the earth, I will go on record saying that. <gasps> and it's a rainbow uh, of colors. And it. But it is a rainbow of colors, but it's not filled with stuff that feeds me. And I think the thing that we're doing right now as a culture is consuming things that do not fill us. Mm -hmm. Preach it. They, I mean, they're they're the equivalent right. of gummy bears. Right. Yeah. They're okay every once in a while, but if you eat gummy bears for every meal, you're going to have serious issues. Yeah. Not to mention, you probably going to die. <laughs> You know, you certainly are going to be very weary. So why can't we think of our lives and that well-balanced plate um, and think about what refreshes us and stop eating? Please don't hear that I'm saying stop eating gummy bears because I love them and I get them on regular (gasps) at the DG. But I will say um, the rest of our lives, we got to stop treating the treat like the main course mm-hmm. and we got to get back to the things that really refresh us and five years ago and i think you even asked me this question five years ago you're like what refreshes you i had come to a point in my life where i wasn't sure mm. like i, I was like you know you get those questions all the time they want to put an about you section on the website and ask you all these silly questions like yeah. what's your favorite this and what's your favorite that and what's your favorite yeah i didn't know and it wasn't because i was just being like a martyr or something I honestly, for real, didn't know. So do you know now? I do know now. What refreshes you, Carol? Share. Writing refreshes me. Mm -hmm. Reading refreshes me. Unplugging refreshes me. As much as I like gadgets and connection, those are the things that really... Coffee refreshes me. (laughs) Not only physically, but mentally and spiritually. (laughs) I am closer to God when I have a good dark roast. I'm just saying. In your French press. That's exactly right. But, you know, I didn't know those things. And I think one of the things as women is we get so busy in our careers. We get so busy chasing dreams. We get so busy chasing youngins. We get so busy chasing the perfect marriage or a, a marriage... A, a, a spouse that we forget the things that refresh us yeah yeah that's and true. we've got to get back to that place where first of all we identify this is not this is the equivalent the nutritional equivalent of a gummy bear for me is a netflix binge wrong no get your pajamas on girl and enjoy you some netflix but when that becomes your main diet you're going to see that play out in other areas of your life not going to refresh the no and it's not when you when you get through with that netflix binge do you feel encouraged no you don't you're like (laughs) i gotta have another episode because what happens to what's her name yeah 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 so we gotta get back to what refreshes us and be honest about those things because what we think is a gummy bear well that'll refresh i i deserve that treat i deserve that that thing and then we consume it and it's never enough i think it comes down to a quick fix oh yeah 
Because, you know, if we're using the analogy of gummy bear, which I think is great, Mm -hmm. it's so easy to open up a pack of gummy bears and eat them. Mm -hmm. It is not easy to cook a nice, healthy meal. Right. Right. So it's so much easier to go for the quick fix. And that might be scrolling on the phone and that might be turning on the Netflix or that might be the thing that you that's so easy and quick to do, but doesn't fill you up the Mm -hmm. way that something that takes time. It takes time to write. You sit down, you find a quiet place, you get your pen, you start writing. It takes time to find an uplifting book to read. You know, it's, 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 we, we choose, or I choose the quick fix rather than the long-term solution that's actually so much better for right. me. It's right. because I think our culture is all about quick, get it done quick, 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 drive quick, through. quick, mm-hmm. drive through. And it takes time. But if you do take the time, you can have so much more satisfaction to use your analogy. Mm-hmm. Well, and as believers... We also know that what really refreshes us mm. is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yes. And spending time in the Word. Yes. And spending time in worship. Mm-hmm. Getting outside of ourselves yeah. and getting into worship, whether that is a walk through the woods, worshiping God as you look around at the nature mm-hmm. that He's created for us, or singing a song in a corporate environment. Well, and I will yeah. say this that for me, writing leads to oh, worship. Yeah. Sure. And reading is worship. And when I say, when we say worship, if you grew up in this Bible Belt, you probably think that Sunday morning service at 11 o'clock, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about however you worship God. Some people worship God through their work. I mean, that would be what we do here. Sure. Our full-time job is a form of worship. And so worship doesn't have to look one way. But I think that we've got to get back to those things that really are Mm life-giving instead of joy-stealing. I heard because that's that what makes us weary. Go ahead. Worship is well. No, I was just going to piggyback on what you said. Lifestyle. It's worship is. I heard this definition, which I like. Worship is a lifestyle mm. that glorifies God. So yeah. it isn't just the the church service. It can be sure, but it can be the way you go to the grocery store. In a sense, if your head and your mind and your heart are in the right place, because worship can be a whole entire lifestyle. And when we do have that mindset, we can be refreshed wherever we are, whatever we're doing, because it's about kind of connecting with God in the moment. Right. Well, and isn't worship what we were created for Mm. when we are fulfilling our purpose of the the reason God created Mm. us? We are going to feel fulfilled and we're not going to feel weary because we're inside God's purpose and God's purpose for us is to worship. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I read this quote from Elizabeth Elliot this week. I'd never seen this quote from her before. And we were preparing for this episode and it popped up and it was like, put the brakes on and stop me in my tracks. She says, rest is a weapon. And and I'm going to butcher her words because she was so eloquent. It. But she yes. says, rest is a weapon that's given to us yes. by God because the enemy wants us to stay hurried and busy and all those things. So rest is actually a weapon. And I, as we were pe- preparing, I was thinking the difference between tired and weary. I think, at least for me, that rest and quietness scares the living daylights out of me because out of that time comes questions like, Trisha, what do you think the difference between abandonment and rejection are? Like God was peeling back some layers in my life and identifying some things. And and if I can stay busy enough, I don't have to deal with my stuff. You don't have to think the thoughts. And I know y'all don't have as much stuff as I do. Oh, oh we got stuff. I got stuff. But, but I got a I got lot stuff. of stuff. 
And I think that we have trained ourselves, oh, if we're busy, if we're, we look important, we look valued in culture's eyes, but we don't have to get quiet before the Lord and let him peel back the layers and go, okay, what's at the heart of this? What's at the heart of it is the best question for me because I can do the same activity and it can either refresh me or drain me. Same activity, same activity. Hmm. The difference is, what am I connecting to when I do it? So th- let's say exercise, because okay. that is certainly a way that yeah. I express myself and something I do uh, regularly because it typically will refresh me. Mm-hmm. But every so often when I'm using it to avoid feeling Ooh. or when I'm using it to not deal with Run something, <laughs> then it drains me. Mm. So it's really about... The difference for me between refreshing and, 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 and draining is what am I, what's my motive? What am I connecting to? Is mm. it worship or is it escape? Oh, so good, Tricia. Well, that's, that's really good. Is it worship that's really or is good. it escape? Same thing. Sit same activity. That. Just connecting to God can be worship or escaping from dealing with what God may be putting on my heart. Yeah. It's escaping. Because that will leave me drained. Because here's the thing. I think a lot of people who, uh, and I keep going back to this because this is how I grew up. I grew up in the Bible Belt, going to church every Sunday and doing the things. But I think we have exchanged checking a box for really m- marinating on God. I, the other day, yes. I read one sentence of Scripture. Like one, that's all I, one sentence, one verse. And I just meditate. I just mm. kept. I kept reading it mm-hmm. over and over and over and over. And I then we did this at my church not too long ago. They had like a responsive reading where we emphasized a different word in that verse every time we read it. Oh, wow! And so I did that exercise. And after spending, I don't even know how long I was doing that, but after spending some time doing that, that that verse kind of like opened up for me. God was like, "This is." highlighting little words and stuff on it, you know, for me. But I hadn't taken time to do that because at the heart of it, I didn't really want God's word to change me. I really just wanted to check my box that I'd done it today. Whew, that's ugly, ain't it? Well, thank Told you, you for I sharing. had issues. Yeah, I think we've all been there. Truthful. We want to just, yes. we just want to check it off and say, I've done it and I've been a good Christian. And that's hogwash, y'all. If we come to God's word with anything other than change me, Mm. I think we're coming with the wrong motive. Change me. I'm writing it down. Like I don't know. That's just me. I, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really burdened with that recently because mm-hmm. I think we can go through a million Bible reading plans. We can read through the Bible 600 million times a year. You can do 43 Bible studies at once, and you can fill in all the blanks, and you can be a lost as a goose. Because none of it has changed you. And I'm tired of that. I mean, I'm, I really am. And my, I'll be the first to admit, my shelves are lined with Bible studies that I've filled in the blanks, and they've not changed me one bit. In fact, if you gave me a test right now and said, what did you learn from that Bible study? I couldn't tell you one thing. Yeah, and I'm over those. it, y'all. Yeah. I'm yeah. over it. I don't want a, a relationship with Christ that is only convenient when it's convenient for me. That is not a relationship with Christ. That is a membership to a club yeah. because I do what pleases me. And, and I just have been so burdened lately that, you know, I, Lord, I just want to come with humility and say, change me, change, change me. me every time, me every single time. I don't even want to go to church anymore unless God changes me. Mm. I don't want to go to life group anymore unless God changes me. 
because why are we showing up otherwise? Yeah. And I think that's how we get refreshed. Yeah. Mm. Because when he changes us, he refreshes us. How about if we end today's podcast in prayer? I love that. Let's do, do you mind if I leave I in would prayer? love that. Father God, we're weary. Mm. There's so much stuff going on in the world around us, Lord, and we are being bombarded with all kinds of things that bring us away from you, that turn us away from worship, that turn us away from letting you change us, Lord. So God, change our lives, change us, use your word, use people around us, Lord, and point us to you so that we can do what you have called us to do, and that is to worship you, God. We love you so much and we're so grateful that you are a living and active God and that you are active in our lives, God, and that we can talk to you at any moment, that we can stop, Lord, and we can praise you and we can worship God. So thank you for giving us that opportunity, Lord, and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kelly. And thank you for being here. Mm -hmm. We could not do this without the help of our friends, without you listening without our generous sponsor, Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. Thank you guys for your support for this podcast. We love you so much. You're welcome to get in touch. Girl Talk at thelightfm.org on the public Facebook page, on the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk group. We would love to hear from you. If you are weary, you are not alone. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. (laughs) 